Hola YouTube, my name is Ricarolino and I'm a wheel addict. Welcome to Skate Talks number 30. And my guest today, my guest today, it's the first female guest that I'm having. And it's probably the best, if not the best, one of the best inline skaters, aggressive inline skaters in the whole world. She also skates on other skates other than the aggressive skates. She also uses those urban three wheels, four wheel skates. She skates for Power Slide and she comes from Spain. She is 28 years old. She started skating about 15 years ago in Bilbao, Spain. So my guest today is the one and only Mary Munoz. So let's call Mary and let's see what's up. Oh, that's fancy. Hello? Hello? <laughs> Yo, Mary, how are you doing? Good, thank you. Finally. Yeah, okay, so <laughs> why did Mary said finally? We're recording now. So before this phone call, we made, I don't know, like three or four phone calls. And I've been having some trouble. Basically, I changed my phone from an iPhone to something else. And I don't really, I've, I usually use the phone with the recorder and the microphone to do this. And we're, I was having a, a few problems and the sound wasn't sounding the way that I wanted to. So now it's good. I hope. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Mary, you're living in Barcelona, right? Yeah. For how long have you been living there? Uh, for three, three years now in a row, but I... I went to Miami one year and a half between Miami and Spain, my parents' house, and after I was another three years here. So in total, it's like six years. Okay, but you're not from there, right? No, I'm from Bilbao. Okay, so you want to tell us a little bit how you got into skating and how you ended up in Barcelona? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, so I was raised in Valencia, although I'm from Bilbao. And I used to have these friends that we were like doing bike and everything around the area. And when we saw this movie, the Blink mo movie, I don't know if you know, mm -hmm. I know the enough. one that Fa Fabiola appears there. And I, I saw this movie and we, we were all together when we were seeing it and we went to the street with the skates we had at home. And I think that was the day that I really find out something that you like. <laughs> Okay. And after I moved to Bilbao and I make my friends like Ganes, Aric, and all the good riders from Bilbao, and after that I just keep on going. <laughs> okay. How old How old were you back then? Like the first time in Valencia, I think I was eight or nine. Oh. But when I moved, so I quit because I moved to another city, and after I came back again oh. with the Bilbao people. So I was thirteen after. Oh, okay, so you say that you were 13 when you started in Bilbao, but yeah. before that you were also doing it in Valencia. Yeah, like jumping banks and no, nothing like grinding or anything, just messing around. <laughs> okay, so but then when you started in Valencia, you started right away with Yuri and Ganesh and those guys? or In, in Bilbao. Yeah, uh, sorry, in Bilbao. Yeah, we, yeah, with all this. There was a very good movement in Bilbao, like, it was Borja Fernandez and Jose Feliz or Maichea. Mm -hmm. They were in like in the top in that moment in Bert skating. Mm -hmm. And we and Yuri was there as well and Aritz, Ganesh, 
there were a lot of good riders, so when I saw them, it was very like easy to get motivated by them, no? okay. like watching. <laughs> okay, so for someone listening to this that doesn't know who Jose Felix <laughs> and Borja is, basically they were the team riders for Red Bull Spain for a few years. So Jose yeah. Felix was actually really, really good in Street 2. Yeah. And I think he was an ASA pro for... He was an ASA pro in Street and Borja was an ASA pro in Vert. Mm. So they were like... Yeah, that's right basically some of the best skaters not just in Europe even worldwide they used to get really good results yeah they do. Okay. when the street when the bird contests were super cool as well in that moment they were everywhere I think no ah come on vert is still cool we just like <laughs> vert is still cool I think man whenever yeah, so, but, whenever someone but, sees Takeshi <laughs> Well, of course it's cool, but we, how many Takeshi we have now? Yeah, but that's because people don't. It's not. I'm not saying it's easy to get there, obviously, but it's it's uh, for me it's too scary. But the truth is, there's not people probably trying it as much as used to be back yeah, then. Yeah, that, that that is maybe the the thing. No, the, the <laughs> level is still super high. Like Takeshi is always keeping it. <laughs> Like <laughs> super, super mega high that no one can really do a air that air that high. Yeah. But and then he starts <laughs> flipping at the, that high. <laughs> it's just weird. <laughs> anyway, so let's go. You, let me go back a little bit. And again, I always say this, but I need to say it to anyone else who's listening to this for the first time to one of these skate talks. I sometimes interrupt my guests. I will try to do it as less as I can okay but sometimes I might need to do it mm, but now to start this you said that you came from from Valencia to to Bilbao and then you started skating but from those moments to to what you're doing right now a lot of things have changed you yeah. you used to be just like you said just like a little girl that used to to skate with some local heroes to someone who's winning the biggest events in the world. Do you remember of a moment of change or it was all just coming with time, was it just gradual? Mm, I guess like moving to Barcelona for the second time was like a bit the, like the decision of, okay, I want to try to make a living of inline skating or try it at least or die in the in the way okay. and it was coming coming again here and because i was in miami trying to do a life there like working like six days a week and yeah what what <laughs> were you doing hard. what were you doing in miami <laughs> like i was living in barcelona first and i was working in a producer and i was like uh, doing the internship so i was not winning money And I was dating my girlfriend that in that moment that she was moving to Miami to trying to find a good work because in Spain in that moment, I mean, the crisis and everything. Yeah. <laughs> and I just and I just went to Miami and tried and it was I was doing my best, like working as a seller and winning money as every American is, no? Like the lifestyle, lifestyle. Mm-hmm. 
just um, trying to get that, money here and there and here and there just basically yeah. you're hustling is that it yeah working and doing i don't know i was skating one day a week so i was a bit stressed <laughs> okay and after when this relation finished i went back to my parents house and i was there like okay what i do now <laughs> and i i was like i wa i want to go again to barcelona i f i think i i was happy in one way here and and when i came back it was like yeah like the motivation of giving your best because you want to achieve something or or try at least okay wait you're so yeah, we'll go there in a few minutes because you said more than <laughs> more than once uh, or try but I, i will go there in a second but before that there was there we we did like a huge jump here we went from the little uh, yeah, girl to someone that just moved <laughs> to barcelona for the second time there's a lot of things that we're jumping we're skipping a lot of things so let me go let me push you in another way it's all good let me just push yeah. you in another way You used to skate for a brand. Nowadays, you skate for other. But before even going to the second, before even going for the, let, before even talking about the jump that you did from one brand to the other, how did you first got into your first sponsor? I don't know if it was your first sponsor, but your first main sponsor was Rollerblade. I remember seeing yeah. you, your fir the first videos of you, being for rollerblade which is basically one of the biggest brands in the world yeah so, so the, the question is how did i get it yeah how did that happen uh, yeah i think it, it was through a friend like aritz ortega and mitchell prado and another girl were in the rollerblade team and i think they just uh lend me some skates to try and I like them and after the girl Anna talked with the Nell Martin I think mm -hmm. and they put me in the rollerblade team but it was like not very fixed you know like freestyle management and, and after they I, they shut down the team and like one year later they came again like yeah we want to do a proper team and they say to me And, and since then, I was like four years for really. So it was kind of like talking and just skating. Okay. At first, it was not very serious. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it, it makes sense. I know that there was a there was a big change with Rollerblade Spain, and from yeah. from what I know, the second guys that you're talking, they were even from. I I don't know if not if not from Bilbao, from close to Bilbao, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. From Burgo. I don't remember very well. Yeah, it was something like that. And then, back then, when you were on Rollerblade, were you already getting paid a little bit or not? <laughs> Uy. Uh, they paid me the travels. Like some travels, like winter class, they helped me with the plane ticket. But I was not really getting paid. And, uh, and for the first time in my life, I did a video of this skate mm -hmm. with the Twister. And I was like, okay, let's give free skate a try, and because the thing is going in this way, and and I did it, and it had like a lot of views, like I don't know, more more than one hundred fifty thousand views mm -hmm. on YouTube. So so I was like, okay, now I can ask for 
for the second one and try if, if they can pay me for it, no? Mm -hmm. Because it's what the the brand is offering more, like Frisky. And they say, no, like, no, we don't have money, blah, blah, blah. And I say, wow, okay, it's okay, no, no problem. But I don't want to keep on. Okay, but that, from, uh, from let me ask you something. Let, don't get me wrong in this question, but yeah. did you really want it? I'm not judging anyone here, not judging you, not judging. Yeah. It's not my role to judge anyone here. Um, yeah. But when you wanted to to do that free skate video, you were trying to do the free skate video because you wanted to try the skates or because there was like an intention to try to make some money out of the... Out yeah, of the at, first, at first, yeah, it was like an intention of trying to make money but after it, it was like perfect for aggressive skating because it like gives you feed and and in some way like all the aggressive skaters we need more of this more <laughs> i don't know yeah. more running more i don't know like it makes you skate after better in skate no, of course man improves it, really it improves your skill of skating really. yeah yeah. So at first, yeah, first it was like a double intention, like, yeah, it's going to be fun making a video, a different video, no, like, not only grinding, mm -hmm. so it's like a challenge for for any skater, I think it's a bit challenging, because you are not used to to filming that way, <laughs> we are more like trick, 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 no? <laughs> I know exactly what that is. When I first <laughs> moved to Cape Town and I started using big wheels more and more, because I, I used to use big wheels... Uh, way back like uh, I don't even know like 20 years ago for for speed skating and then I was just like you just an aggressive skater and an aggressive skater in the early 2000s was basically let's go to this ledge Street. and that's just yeah. let's skate 20 meters to the ledge grind and then stop on the other side 20 meters this way and grind this way and then if there's like five skaters they make a line and they wait and it, it's if you look at it now, it's actually boring. But still, I'm not judging my, especially myself, because I used to do it. But like you said, I agree with you. It makes the skaters better, and you see that in the skaters nowadays. You see a lot of guys yeah. that actually know how to skating. Yeah, that's the thing. Like knowing to skate, like basic. Because I feel like I pass from uh, learning how to go fakie to doing a handbrake, but I didn't know how to. Uh, land properly or clean or you know yeah i was like a bit crazy and i didn't have fear and i do these rails or ledges or whatever but the landing was not like smooth or okay so when i started to do free skate it, i felt like it was like like fusion you know? okay like, well, i need to make you a question see it's one of those <laughs> times that i'm gonna need to interrupt you is the 900 thing yeah, yeah. real or it's just a comparison <laughs> the what? Is it is it real? Did you ever do a 900 or it's just a comparison that you're doing? A 900? Yeah, can you do 900? Uh, no, I didn't land it, never. Ah, okay. I, was just I like... tried it a lot of times. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so welcome to the team. I did land it once, but it was once. <laughs> okay. So... I, I said, I said hand, hand rate, sorry. Ah, okay. Okay. So... <laughs> My English is not... <laughs> no, man, your English is more than good. Whoever is listening to this, they do know that you are Spanish. And, man, I'm Portuguese and we are doing our best. <laughs> it's the truth. We are doing our best to try to, to, yeah, to make free content. <laughs> to make free content to all these skaters out there. So, I guess we're, tr we're trying our best and people will appreciate it, I'm sure. <laughs> so, 
keep going. So you got the rollerblade, and then you were not really happy with uh, you were not really yeah. happy with them not paying it. And was that before you moved to Florida, or when was that? In in the meantime, like as also I was in 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 USA, so I was like maybe they treat me better there. <laughs> so I was like with Tom Heiser. He was, he tried to help me. Like he really tried. But it was not possible from the chiefs or from the bosses. So I don't know what happened. I just tried, you know. Okay. They always say, if you try and they say no, at least you try. Yeah, and you know what? Sometimes they say no once, they say no twice, they say no three times, and then you show them different. You just, yeah. you want the winter class, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So well, I guess they were not happy this year. Anyway, keep going. And then there was a, there was a time that I was already working for Power Slide, and I heard about Mary is going to start skating for Power Slide. And at first, if I'm not wrong, and you correct me if I'm wrong, at first you were supposed to not even start for USD. You would get free skates from USD. Yeah, but at, at first, first I was... Just free skating, yeah. right? Yeah, it was, that was the deal. Okay, so what was the deal exactly? Like... Yeah, like a little bit of money for the free skate, and, and I, I skate. They they offered me to skate the ion, no, mm -hmm. the skate for. I think it was for free. I think I'm not sure. And and I say, wow, sorry, but if I skate ion, I lose a sponsor. They can. Okay. So so I was like, it's not possible to skate the carbon because I already skated in the past the carbon and I like it. And they are like, mm, maybe you have to pay for them. I'm like, ooh. <laughs> and I say, it's okay. I have a new rollerblades at home. I can skate the aggressive rollerblade and and keep on with the free skate okay. deal, no? And mm -hmm. they say, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> so they want they wanted the whole thing. They wanted you to yeah, be Yeah, and I say, yeah, I I understand that aggressive skating is not big, but I don't want to pay for skates because for me it's. It's not that easy to get that money to pay skate. No, the, the thing is, you knew you knew about your level, you knew about your skill, and you you had a plan. You know what you wanted to do in the future, so you wanted a brand that would support whatever you were yeah. going to do. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay, so the whole deal ended up happening, right? You ended up starting yeah. to work with them, and nowadays I know that you make some more videos, not just your videos, but you out filming some stuff. Including, yeah. I've, I've seen some some things with Cristina Bonilla, with the roller skates uh, yeah, I, and other stuff. I have stuff. to finish this video. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but see, there's a little bit of things. And how is Mary doing nowadays? So you you, in the beginning, when I asked you about moving to Barcelona, you said that you moved to Barcelona to try to live from skating. What do you do yeah. for a living nowadays? Now. Uh, now it's summer, so it's a good time for me <laughs> because I have like contests and mostly I get uh, paid for teaching. So I do the with blading camp, I, we did the ladies camp. Mm -hmm. And after one year with my company, I work for in, in the schools. And, and after I do particular classes until the school starts again. Okay. So I, and after we do teaching every day in schools and it's super cool. <laughs> okay, so basically you're living from skating, not just 
for being from being a pro skater but no no not, not really from you know <laughs> yeah but it's more for um, yeah but the pro skater like, the pro skaters nowadays that's what most of them do you know if you do the the yeah. blade camps you know what montre what josh they're pro skaters but that's that's their choice of life like if you want to leave from yeah. skating things change somehow well they they understand us like Josh understands me and every skater like because he's one of us so he's like really making a a cool project for uh, for the sport and for us mm -hmm. so yeah like nowadays if you want to make a little bit of money from inline skating it's not only like your image is not that important anymore it's more than uh, what do you do for the sport and be involved, no? I think, I think you're right and not at the same time. It's no. an opinion. You are, I think your opinion... It's my, it's my experience. Yes. <laughs> no, I understand what you're saying. What I'm trying to say is your image, no matter what, will always be important. Of course, what you maybe... I don't know if that's what you're trying to say or not. But imagine this. If you, if you have like a completely... Sorry the expression, but if you have a completely fucked up image... If you oh. you won't be able to teach, you won't be no, able. No, it's impossible. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Basically, it's not about that image of like the top pro that doesn't even is not even achievable to the kids. It's just like that doesn't no. exist anymore. But you somehow need to be a role model. So yes, you, your image does matter. Not in a way like I don't think anyone matters if you smoke weed or if you drink this or that. But it's more about like the way that you act with people, how much you're trying to somehow make this sport grow or yeah, it's grow. Yeah. Grow. Basically that's like like you said. Josh is doing an amazing job. And I had this skate talk with Josh too. And it's cool to see that he gets surrounded by people like you, like Richie, like Montre, Niels. Yeah, and he's going to move next week. Uh, no, by the end of this month, he's moving to Barcelona, so it's going to be great. <laughs> Is it? That's cool. Is the yeah. are they starting to do blading um, the blade camps, the blading camps um, more often, or it's still just that time of the year? Yeah. Well, we have some plans. I hope that everything works and we can soon tell you what's going to come next. But yeah, that's the plan to make it more frequently and make it like a all year camp. Like not only in summer. That's but let's see, let's see what happens. <laughs> that's really cool. It's cool. So yeah. people should know that there are people actually working in making new skaters and that's amazing. Yeah. And it's it's working. The best thing is to see that it's working. Okay. Like from last year to this year, you can really appreciate that there's more movement. <laughs> How was it with the Bladies, the Blade, the Bladies camp this year? Oh, it was awesome. Like this year, we were super organized, so and we had this amazing bus that we all fit in, and we were all together, and the house was huge and very like in the nature, and the food was awesome, and the girls get along very well. Like it was. We did like an introduction the first day and everyone seemed to be shy and like, you know, and then the last day we make a review, like make everyone speak about the, the week. And it was awesome to see that like the, the evolution from one 
from one day from the day one to the last one like all the girls were super motivated to keep skating in their cities because it was the first time they skated with other girls for some of them well, where were the girls from were they mainly from spain or you had girls from all over the world we had like three girls from the united states one from peru england then denmark czech republic russia that's like, amazing from all, yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> That's amazing. And were some of them like really, really beginners or they were all just... Yeah, well, maybe half of them were beginners. Others knew some tricks. There was a little girl from Germany that had like a lot of potential. From Belgium, sorry. That's amazing. And, like little girls that one, another one from 30, 13 years old from Ciudad Real, Alba. Like it was like a mixture of people getting together and yeah, the level was different, but they all skated together and learned a lot. Yes, and that's yeah. that's something <laughs> that I've been watching with the blade camps. Um, I, I was watching one of Neil's videos. Neil's, Neil, I don't know if it was Neil's video or Richie Eisler. Both of them have been doing those YouTube videos on... on yeah, the, like uh, the roles. Yeah, yeah, just like... Neil's are more like edited and Richie are just the live streams. But in one of those videos, I was seeing that one of the most amazing things with those camps is that they mix all ages, all levels of yeah. skating. So in the end, some of the skaters that are not there to teach in the camp, they end up teaching the newer kids too. Is that, is that happening? Yeah. Yeah, like this girl from Ohio, from America, Brandy, like she's a teacher as well, and she came to enjoy the camp, and she was also teaching the, because we were only two or three with Joss and Wani, mm -hmm. four in the end, but we, we wanted to teach, like, you know, everyone teaching at the same time. So, for example, this girl, Brandy, was helping us teaching as well. So, yeah, at the end, it's just, it's like energy flowing between each other, like everyone helps everyone. I don't know. That's really mm. cool. And do you feel do you feel that some of the girls that go to the camp would prefer to go to a camp with a female teacher because they feel more comfortable? I, I have I yeah, don't know. I have I, no idea. Yeah, yeah, that's totally true. Like they feel a bit closer if we are women together. I don't know. I think they get more like not so nervous or. No intimidated, I don't know. Maybe. It's just that they feel more comfy, or I don't know. Yeah. At the end, it doesn't matter if it's a, a female coach or a man, but the the little important thing about this camp is that we are all women. So I guess if they come to this camp, it's because they prefer a female coach. Of course. Man on an eye. I, I don't know <laughs> if you feel this or not, but as an example, I do try to teach Whenever I go skate, if I see someone doing something, I'm just, it's actually a problem. It's, it doesn't matter if I'm skating with you that just won the Winter Clash or if I'm skating with Montre or, or Richie. If I look, You're always it, correct. <laughs> if I'm doing... No, no, it's not even that. It's like if they're doing something and if I see something wrong, they can be the world champion, but I just... I can't. I just tell them hey, maybe if you do it more like that or if you do it more like this. Course, Which is like... like some, we it's weird because you're saying that to the best guys in the world. That's what I'm trying to say. But <laughs> sometimes I do... If I do with them, now imagine if I go to a skate park and there's just someone which is starting you do it a lot more often so 
if there's a girl in the skate park, I would try to help a girl the same way as I tried to to help yeah. a man. But sometimes you feel that thing. I don't know if you know these or if you, you tell you correct me if I'm wrong, but sometimes from the other side, they might feel that a man might be eating on them just because I like I said if you need any help or if I can I can give you end because I, I will give end to a guy learning how to grind a rail. It's man I do that. I don't know if you saw it in Barcelona when I was there with Barbie and with Cristina. I, I was doing that on the rails with them. It, it doesn't really matter if it's a man or a woman when you teaching skate you're teaching skating at least from my side but maybe from a woman learning that's what i was asking i don't know if women feel that way well what what i've been doing i think since i'm a little girl is like in bilbao for example we had these three girls and we were skating together and if we go to a skate park and we saw we saw a girl for example this happened actually like and, and i went to her and say hey do you want to go with us we are going to street skate And she was like streets, and and we hadn't talked with this girl, never. And after that, she came, and now she's actually skating with the guys. You know, like so, some of the girls maybe they need you to say come, yeah, and that's it, and, or teach, or do this, or I don't know. But the, you think if it's a man, that's that. The question was more like, what if it's yeah, if, if, if it's if three it's if like, it's three guys, three boys that go to her and say let's go street. Do you think it would be a different answer? No. No, I think that everyone likes to skate with friends, no? Yeah, with yeah, yeah. I don't have that I don't have that problem. I'm just asking from mm. someone from your side, you know, like for for a girl. I I, I don't know what's going on that side. Yeah, yeah, you're like asking if they try to hit on us or like No, yeah, or is sometimes not even about men trying to hit on you. It's just like that defense mechanism <laughs> that a lot of times people do have and especially if it's like yeah. a younger girl their parents say no you don't go anywhere it's just like younger boys parents would tell them hey you don't go here or you don't go there and watch out to your friends i think it's a normal thing and sometimes it's a, def ah, it's a defense my parents were not like this <laughs> yeah but in general you know i think you understand yeah. okay yeah, so like <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm gonna go to some questions. Tricky questions. <laughs> I'm gonna go to some <laughs> questions that some people did on Facebook. Uh, what setup are you skating right now? What's your skate setup? Uh, the carbon free with the flat setup of Caltic. Okay. Have you been skating flat for a while or? For for more than one year now. Okay. And what frames? What? Which which Celtic frame is it? The new one or the old one? The, no, I, I have Joe Egan's frames. <laughs> okay, that's the older version, the 60 millimeters. Yeah, is that it? not not the yeah, not the new ones. No, not I haven't tried them yet. Okay, but what size wheels do you use with those? Those are up to 62, no? I don't know. And and you, what wheels are you using? Ah, 60. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, it's, it's like skate park setup kind. Yeah, I was it's going. To, I was going to ask you why did you went from anti rocker to to flat? Well, because the frame is asking for it as well. <laughs> yeah, the, with the, the Celtic is weird, huh? With, I, I tried yeah. to skate the Celtics without being flat, and it feels weird with anti rockers. It kind of feels like. Yeah, I mean, I skated by four years with anti rockers, and they were fine. 
but suddenly with the skate park thing, like now the contests are in skate park, and I was like, I wanna go fast as well because of the free skate. Mm-hmm. You know, you skate free skate and you go to your aggressive, and suddenly you have two wheels, and you go slow, and you are like, oh. So I was like, I want more. <laughs> okay. It was kind of it was a mixture of free skate and the set to like the the frame. I think it's designed to go like this. So it's like, and it teaches you how to do the tricks like more proper, you know, proper the way it should yeah, be. Yeah, proper. Yeah, it's like a healthy skating. <laughs> like, yeah, but at first, <laughs> but at first, it's not that healthy because at first you can hit shit. No, I, yeah, and you fall like sometimes in ledges. But after, if you do a back royal in a ledge, long one, and you are like, oh, I I did it with flat, you know, like. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's challenging for yourself. That makes sense. And yeah, <coughs> sorry, I'm a little bit sick still. Um, why the carbon boot? Because you came from skating. You told you said before that you came from skating rollerblades. Rollerblades were the T yeah. the TRS, which is the, a plastic the solo trooper, Yeah, yeah. the solos. Yeah. And why did you? Why the carbon skates? Was it easy to adapt or? Well. Uh, I had I skated these ones when they they came up and Oli was doing like a prototype or something and he let me try once so I keep on with this uh, carbon like I don't know maybe nearly 10 years ago and I like it and after I was like okay I have to choose between these ones and I think the carbon ones are like light and I remember doing like like good top soles i don't know the feeling of going low yeah. i like it and i i was like okay this is my skate now <laughs> it's cool it's cool because you were talking about speed and usually supposedly in theory <laughs> a carbon skate should have like a way better power yeah. transfer which means more speed so in the skate park you should go a bit faster with the carbon skates. But have you tried any other USD skates since you are on USD or you've been 100% on carbon skates? Yeah, no, now I'm going to try some new skates, USD, that are going to go out. I, I still haven't seen them, so I don't know how they are going to look. Okay, so you, you can't them, speak about it? Or can you? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 don't know. I, I don't know, so I will say no. <laughs> okay, okay, I'm not going to push you I, down. <laughs> because no, it's like it's actually it's going to be my first uh, video of aggressive skating paid, so it's kind of good. Wow, that's awesome! When is done? Wait, wait, wait. When is that going to happen? Have you? Have you? F- I, Do you know um, when you're going to? I don't know. It? Yeah, they have to arrive to my house. Uh, when they arrive, I will see. Oh. I was talking with Matthias. I don't really have more info. <laughs> No, okay, no. I'm just, just I'm uh, just asking if you if you knew that if there was a a date or anything like that. So for everyone listening to this, what they want to know is that there's a new USD skate coming out, and you are going to yeah. make the promo video. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So it's just like yeah, <laughs> you need to put these little things. You know, th- those little things. It's okay, what's okay. going to make people listening to this. Because okay, if you're like, just going to go with the boring shit, like no one wants to hear us. But now let's go yeah, to something. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's keep no. going. Let's keep going. There's something else. Someone made your question. So 
I do, before going to the question that this person made, I know that you've been focusing on a lot of RAM tricks like Bio 540s, corkscrews, and all that stuff. Yeah. Someone made a question, when are you going to land a 720 corkscrew? Have you tried those? Yeah, I already tried in front pick, and it was not so bad. <laughs> Is it? Is I it mean, close? I, well, I did a 720 very ugly in a fan box, mm -hmm. like not very nice and clean. But the problem is that I don't have a proper fan box in Barcelona. So, for example, the, the one I like most is the, the fish the fan box, you know? The big one? And every time, yeah, the one, every time I go to a fish, I, I cannot really try new things there. It's like you go and you do your best tricks and you have like two days to do everything. So, what I need is a fan box to, to train, to have, to practice. And after I think I could start landing more tricks. Mary, because when are you going to Woodward? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, we need the well, first woman to do the, the the mega ramp like properly, like start yeah, doing. Yeah, the, the one. Yeah, I would love to uh, like put a lot of protection. Yeah, <laughs> why not Woodward uh, rest? Well, two uh, two skate talks ago, the interview was with Miguel. You know Miguel, Miguel Ramos. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you know who you need to talk with. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A lot of people are telling me Miguel, Miguel, but I, I don't, I don't know. He's just uh, with his bag, and now he's with the camps and everything. I will talk to him once. Let's see. Hmm. Are your, but are I your don't parents like to be like? Are, yeah? are your parents still living in, in? Your parents are living in Bilbao, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I have my parents' home. Yeah. Okay. No, I just I was just asking. So you you still need to you like when you moved to Florida, it was nothing to do with your parents. No. Okay. No, I was crazy. <laughs> you were crazy. Okay. So, uh, someone made a question that I'm gonna need to. to it was the first question. It's a really basic one, but. Someone asked, rollerblade or USD? So basically, <laughs> <coughs> you, you skated, you are skating for one of those brands, you skated for the other brand. From the product yeah. to, to the management, what company do you relate the most? I do know that you are working with USD or you are related to USD. But coming from one, what are the biggest differences that you see as a skater? As a rider or as a skater? Both. As like, a skater, like yeah. as, a, as the way they deal with you, as a rela like the yeah. relationship you can have with the brand, like the proximity with the brand and yeah. the product. Both of these things. Mm. <laughs> well, the management, I, I really like how they work. Well, it's like... like when something is about to drop, they send you like a email and they say, okay, now is this product, this is our date. And as well, you are kind of learning how to do a marketing strategy, no? Mm -hmm. So it's good for the future, for me, for myself. Mm -hmm. and, you, you, and they give you possibility well, they, to grow. Did you ever felt that? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would like to stay involved, like maybe as a camera woman or filming and editing the videos for the rest I, and I think it's not so far in this company mm -hmm. and in Royal Blade I, I, I thought that they didn't really care or they were like like can I do this? No. Can I do this? No. 
so it's okay uh, so let me <laughs> let me try to to put this in different words basically i yeah, I, yeah. I don't know rollerblade that well but what i know from rollerblade it's it's from what i see and from what i read and it's uh, but i also read some people saying other stuff from power slide that i can't agree some people talk about power slide as if it's a huge corporate power slide it's actually really small for Yes, it might be big in the skating world, but for for the amount of products that they have, they're actually yeah, they they're, they're actually really small as a company. The number of people that actually works in the headquarters compared to a company like Rollerblade. Rollerblade is more like corporate, you know? It's just like yeah. they have a bigger company, they have from that's the idea that I have. Maybe I'm wrong, but maybe that's why you feel that difference because in power slide like you said you got emails and sometimes who sent you the emails from power slide sometimes yeah uh, mark uh, matthias yeah matthias matthias is the boss see you might get some from mark some from matthias is the boss so you're getting an email you're getting in contact with from, the, yeah. the owner and they listen to you too <laughs> yeah now the, the question is do you know who the owner from rollerblade is do you know his name mm, well no, I haven't talked with him, but I met him once, and he was like very human guy. But I don't know. It was like it's not the same. You, I don't think I will get to talk to him in this way. I get to talk with Matthias that he came to Barcelona mm. some months ago, and like I must say, another he was actually in skate, and that's cool to see, you know. That's cool because at his he skates, <laughs> so he's. He knows. <laughs> That's really cool. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to talk bad about Royal because they have a very good uh, no, 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 no one uh, again. marketing or you know, anything. Yeah, uh, I know, I know. One of the I, most I just... important things, this is important for you, this is important for everyone. We are all in a really, really small industry. No one yeah. should ever burn bridges. You, no, no, you, no, no. It's like That's what you I might not be happy with something sometimes. You don't need to, to hit it the whole time. If you're not happy, you should say it. No. I mean, Again, you... for example, they, they are helping uh, Danny Aldrich. They are doing a good thing with Danny as well. Amazing. For example, yeah. you know? What I'm saying... And I, I, wa I, yeah, I, I watch what they do because I learn from what they do as well as I learn from Power's life. Yeah, so, of course. Well, but what I'm saying is not even that. It's like... What I, I was just saying that sometimes we <laughs> might not be happy with something. It doesn't matter yeah. what brand, you might not be happy with something from Power Slide, you might not be happy with something from Rollerblade, you might not be happy with something from them. It doesn't matter. What I'm trying to say here is because you're not happy with something, you don't need to hit it the whole time. You need no. to say it. If you're not happy, you should say it. But again, you should just not burn bridges there's a lot of ways of doing it without burning anyone including yourself and that's why i'm saying like w me you talking about these two brands rollerblade or power slide we're not trying to to get anyone with a bad image it's not going to happen we we both love skating way too much to try to burn anyone it's not the goal it's an opinion trying to understand what you like the most about each company now the product which product what, what's the main difference when it comes to a product to the rollerblade product and the power slide product usds in fact well 
like now I think that uh, the Trinity system is like the difference between the two brands, no? Like I don't know. They Boys like has a lot of free skate boots, like low budget, high budget, like a lot of models. And for me, it's great because so I can do more videos with showing the product and everything. And I don't know the quality for me is I don't know. It's good. I really like all these case boots, like super light. And I think it's a lot of technology to make this product. So, and when I was in Rollerblade, yeah, I had quite a lot of boots as well, and they were super cool as well. But for me, the, the Trinity system is, is something that makes the difference in the free skate world between one or the other one. Okay. Like the three three holes to because. You, if you try it, you will notice uh, like how the boot comes together. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's part of your foot. Um, I've said it a few times. It's like you actually feel differences when you turn, when you stop. But even the vibration that comes to your foot comes differently. All these little details that sometimes you don't even think about. And as an aggressive skate, from rollerblade to USD. Do you feel well, a, I, a lot of difference in the product, or you was easy to adapt? Well, I, I think I can. If I skate any skate, I, I you get used to them and you learn different tricks sometimes. Even. Mm -hmm. But yeah, now with with carbon, I'm super comfortable. And but with with the Trooper boot, I I was like I really like that boot as well, and I still have them in my house for I don't know why. <laughs> but. I think they are about to cut the production of Solo Trooper. Now it's going to be just a new jack. So mm. I guess now USD ha is going to have more more aggressive boots. Okay. So it's a difference, no? Yeah, uh, I do. I do. I did skate the solos. I did love them yeah. a lot. I, I I remember that. Me too. The soles, because they're like so thick, you don't feel the grind that much, but it was so easy to topside and to torque yeah. because the frame would become really, really low somehow. I don't know how to explain, but at the same time, it was some of the, some of the tricks, like a torque would be really easy, but a backslide would feel like you wouldn't need to bend your foot. <laughs> there we go. The soul play, when the backslide touches the the legs you don't feel it so much because it's like two pieces like yeah yeah it's there's the, a lot of plastic and yeah there's a lot of yeah. plastic between your foot <laughs> but other than that yeah. i i always felt something which is i felt this the the rollerblades were comfortable to me and that's just an opinion at least the yeah. the solos they were comfortable yeah the, the solos yes the new jack they were a bit hard for me okay like not my style <laughs> okay, but and now skating with the carbon, don't you think it's harder? No, I, I mean, it's a lower boot. It's, it's a, it's a, yeah, it's a low calf. Maybe I will like a bit higher for for more more for the skate park thing. Mm -hmm. But for the street skating, because in the end I'm kind of a street skater, so. so <laughs> why why haven't you tried um, the car? Have you tried the carbon force? The what? The the USD Carbon Four, 
they're supposed to have like a little bit higher cuff in the back or maybe if you just put that cuff on your regular usds you'll feel it like a little bit higher and now i need a, a carbon <laughs> four i don't really like, uh, know which one is this one. it's a whole black skate i think it's an older version but ah, yeah, yeah. The, the one in full car, uh, like the carbon carbon yeah Yes, but I guess you can just, you might be able just to put the cuff or you can even maybe put the Tau or the, um, the Artcore Evo from Powerslide cuff. One yeah, but the... they, they, I always ask for cuffs and they don't tell me. I don't know. <laughs> they don't like you, Mary. It's, <laughs> <laughs> no, but the, the thing is that they don't, like, I think if you put a new cuff in a carbon, it's like, change uh, again the, the feeling of having a new skate yes completely no? but it's uh, um, yeah. the cuff the cuff can make it it's i guess it's one of the parts of the skate that makes the biggest difference let me tell you something a few months ago no not like not a few months ago it was almost two years ago so power style was trying to do some changes on the imperial boot and yeah. they asked me to make a little cut, just a really tiny cut on the back of the power slide imperial. It's underneath the underneath the cuff. There's two wings in the back of the the skate. Just yeah, under, yeah. yeah, okay. They asked me. They cut. Yeah, they asked me to cut a little bit of those wings, just to open the space in between those wings a little bit more. But it was not more than one centimeter. Huh? It was just like a yeah. little cut around. I cut it on one skate only, and I left the other one normal just so that i could feel the difference i was obviously i was skating with 125 which means that you you're going to feel the differences a lot more so that little centimeter that i cut it made a huge difference obviously like i said i was talking about the cuff differences it's not i didn't change the cuff but i, I changed something in the cuff area and the skate yeah. felt so much less respond like less supportive so for 125 I, I wouldn't think that cut would be good because you need more support mm. you know yeah. <laughs> okay one question here matthew einemann was asking for <laughs> <laughs> matthew einemann was asking for you to tell us about dolphins what do you want to tell us about <laughs> dolphins <laughs> yeah dolphins <laughs> no it's like a joke we have because in Roskile. Last year, no, the, the, yeah, last year, like we were in Roskilde and he was like doing a trick, like the dolphin over the people, mm -hmm. like, you know, these people drinking and sitting in the floor and he just went like, do like a dolphin jump and do like a mortal when you land. And he was, so after that, he's dolphin forever. <laughs> <laughs> so he's dolphin forever. <laughs> and, yeah. And every time we travel and we see a statue of dolphin or something of dolphin, we send the pictures. So it's like dolphin joke everywhere. <laughs> so it's like an inside joke. Okay. Okay. So tell me something. <laughs> you went to Roskilde. You've been going to a few events this year. How many competitions have you won this year? Or what was the best results that you had in 2018? In this year? Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah. British Inline Championship with the problem of the pain. Yeah, we'll go there. We'll go there in a second. I didn't <laughs> no, no, 2000, uh, 2018. The, 2018. Yeah, that was this, this year, what? No, no, no that um, was 2017. Yeah, now they, they get... No, no, this year as well. <laughs> okay. 
Uh, sorry, was they win the Grand Championship, they get two games, and the feast. Wait, wait, wait! But the year started before. Didn't Winter Clash wasn't Winter Clash in 2018? Uh, no, this year I was seventh in Winter Clash. Ah, come on. Okay, okay. So <laughs> you won the British Inline Championships, and yeah, and the feast of Montpellier. Mm-hmm. And. And the ghetto games the two weeks ago or three weeks ago. Okay, so now let's try to motivate a few girls. How much? Yeah. How much does someone like you made with with three events like that? If you would get paid, and we will get there in a second. If you yeah. would get paid, how much would someone do with three events like that? Uh, like three or four hundred euros. For the three events. Every event. Each event three or four hundred or the three events together? Like, yeah. One was five hundred, the other one four hundred. And the one of Ghetto Games because it's the first year, so it's like super cool that at least we have the ladies contest. Mm -hmm. So we are fighting in a way. So it was two hundred fifty. Of course. So it's uh, not a lot, but it is the first year so and with a, <laughs> so in total yes, that would yes. be around a thousand a thousand one hundred something like that yeah yeah one thousand yeah, like for example the Barcelona extreme I, I was second but Sarah that was first uh, win seven hundred so okay and the second lucky and the second how much did you make the second four hundred that's 400. good uh, so in total how much do you yeah. think you made this year in competitions <laughs> in total, yeah, one thousand five hundred, something like that. Okay. Oh, well, I I went to a little contest. Okay, not too bad. And if you were, if you made the same results, but if you were a man, how much do you think you would have made? <laughs> like six hundred, six thousand. Is it? So it would be like four know. or five times more. Yeah. Okay, and. It's is it is it frustrating for you or because I remember I, the the reason why I'm going this way, I'm gonna tell yeah. you why it is because at the winter clash, there was that girls talk which I still have it here to release. Yeah. And nice. there was like a let me just explain to everyone else listening to this at the winter clash this year there were a few panels basically Jojo put a, a few people together to talk about the theme and one of these panels were about girls in skating so there was probably some of the best skaters in the world where mary yeah. was one of the the person speaking and they were discussing strategies to make skating better for them and one of the things that were said is that the skate the girl the female skate competitions are not paid enough and the reason i'm making this question is i was trying to get there do you think uh, that yeah, makes do you to. think that makes a huge difference when it comes to to the level of skating or I mean it does make a difference because if if no one is willing to pay that money no girl is going to do, go big you know because it's like ah I'm not going to kill myself for 200 euros I have to work on Monday okay. you know so if you put this situation that okay we put this money it's not about the money it's because like maybe if we do this like slowly the girls will drop their jobs and start to 
skate, maybe. So because they can take uh, a bit, not serious, but you know, they can, every time they go to a contest, they can be like, okay, I have fun, but if I do good, maybe I can win something to worth, like to at least all the money I'm spending in the flight, in the food and the hotel, like at least I can put that money in that and win a little bit more. Like, so okay. I can take competition in a more serious know, way. Uh, yeah, like not like not like oh yeah, it's fun. Let's do some tricks. Oh, I fall. It's okay. Like okay. it's just because if we need the woman level to rise up, I think this is our way. Like no, like if you want tennis players to take a match more serious, just put a little bit of money and so maybe the girls will train and... I agree and I don't agree it. in some things. I, I will tell you with what I agree. I agree with what you're saying when you mean that yeah. if people can afford to, to stop doing their jobs, to focus on skating, obviously their level will, will just grow. So I, if that's what you're trying to say, yes, it makes sense. Yeah. But at the same time, at, hmm. at this moment, I don't think like there's enough people in what we do. We are, I think, yeah. in a group, like what Josh is doing, what you are doing, what I try to do, what most of us are trying to do. We are trying to change that. And in the future, that might be a, a possibility, that might be a reality. But at the moment, I don't think there's enough people doing it for yeah. for the money to be out there for everyone. And I mean, for everyone, I don't. I'm not trying to put girls down or up. It's not like that. I keep saying yeah, the same. Yeah. If you do, if it's a job, if you if you're working, if you're doing something for someone, you should be paid for it. Like you said before, if you're gonna promote something, if you if you're putting <laughs> your blood, sweat, and tears you need to get paid for that. Like, if you are 15, probably for you to be paid would be a pair of skates and be really happy. But if you're 28, yeah. like you are, and if you have a, a rent to pay, or if, <laughs> if, if you... if you, yeah, you Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, if you're trying to, to go somewhere in your future with skating, then you need money. I understand that. But this is where I agree. What I don't agree is just... I, I don't necessarily agree that money will increase the level. I think more important than anything, and I'm not saying no. that you don't have it, it's the passion. And when we get yeah. greedy and when there's only money in it, then it doesn't matter how much money there is in something because it's it will never I, be enough. Yeah, I, I know. Like sometimes when we talk about this, they think like, oh, you care about the money, blah, blah, blah. but it's not the money. It's like, It is my pa my passion, but if I don't win money, I have to take another job. Of course, and like I, I understand. Like a seller that. or the telephone, yeah, good morning. So, <laughs> you know, call, a call center. Uh, yeah, or, you know. And don't me, call so me, please. I'm don't call me. I'll say right away. No, I'm sorry. I'm busy. <laughs> but you face this situation, like I, I understand know, all that. the time. So yeah. if you are traveling to contests and you don't win anything, I won't go again. <laughs> mm -hmm. So the patient dies if there is not like a second motivation apart from patient and love that, I mean, for example, 
for winter class I will go because I love it and that's it and I in the end of course I do care a little bit about the contest but I love to be there and it's like a ritual <laughs> but in the moment that I cannot buy the ticket or or get the hotel like 100 euros for the hotel if I don't have that money because I'm in a bad situation I will stop doing it so what I don't want is to stop doing these things yeah that makes so sense like a, it's like a circle what you're trying I don't know if that's what you're trying to say what I get from that is it's your passion and you want to be able to live from it so you're doing everything you can and you just want somehow that the things that you are doing are able to to make it sustainable sustain. yeah sustainable yeah, so in a way that yeah. y you work your ass off but all you want is to at least keep doing it without struggling you, you want yeah, to yeah you want to be able to go to events you want to be able to to keep doing it and of course but you know what's the biggest problem about all these and that's not me being negative it's that we do we all try to do that and in a way with the level of skating that you have, which is amazing, that's a, you're able to do it. The biggest problem that I see in that is like in four or five years, what you did now, most of us don't think what we're going to do in four or five years. So in four or five years, the ones that didn't develop a skill in what we are doing, the expression is you're fucked. But that's not what you are doing, because like you said, you've been working with videos and you're somehow developing a skill through your passion. And that's amazing. And I know that a lot yeah. of people through skating do that. On the other hand, some other people just don't develop any type of skill other than skating. And that can be a problem in the future. So yeah. that if, if I can advise you on anything, is like you said, like be passionate try everything you can but always try to develop any other skill it might be connected to what you are doing like you said like i've seen your videos i love what you do so i'm not saying that's the way the way needs to be what you feel it's right but yeah, trying but to relate passion with something like that it might be the future yeah always if you mix passion with with a skill is is it works like me, I started to, to, to study audiovisuals because I was always filming my friends and doing these funny videos of skating, but lifestyle. So I, I, I got this skill because of skating. And after I studied, and I studied a lot, and now I can mix audiovisuals and, and skate. That for me is exactly. two things that I, I love together and I can still do because it's part of my life so yeah it's yeah, it's exactly what i do you know like i've never studied anything to do with video i've never studied anything to do with audio probably that's why i had to make five phone calls to you before this but the truth <laughs> is man passion <laughs> passion will always passion. make you move <laughs> that's it yeah. now if you could give any advices to any girl starting or to anyone doesn't need to be a girl let's just be reasonable here if you if there's anyone starting to skate what would be the best advice that you can give them to to love it <laughs> as you say like to to like to love the sport itself and you will get attached to it if you lo learn how to 
do a, something and you get happy when you learn it and that's that's scaling no mm-hmm. that makes so sense. an advice an advice will be like it's not only for scaling it's for like life if you discover something that you love just keep doing it because it's going to make your happy life mm-hmm. make you a better person like a happier person yeah and as well Inline scaling comes with all the trips and everything if you can afford it and or you can have a goal and, and save for it and it really makes you like oof. <laughs> I don't know how to say it. <laughs> you get emotional. <laughs> you get yeah. I know what you mean. But you know what? That's something that I think that you guys are doing really, really nice with the blade camps because it's more what you said here it's really important it needs to be let me go back a few like a few sentences a lot of people always say that they don't know what we should do for skating other people like myself always say that we need more kids but you said something here which is really really important really important is for us to, if we're teaching them something we should never forget that they should learn how to love the sport. And the reason why we all do what we do, most of us, like you, high 20s, me, high 30s, and some guys, 40s. <laughs> the reason why we do it, it's for a lot of people, it's still a kid's thing. The reason yeah. why, we, the reason why we actually do it, it's because we love it. And we learn to love it. And sometimes that's, re that's a really hard skill to pass. You know, I can teach anyone to do a saw grind. I can teach anyone to do a 360. But to teach them how to love what we do, it's, mm -hmm. it's not that's the same. It. And that's what you guys are doing amazingly with the blade camps, providing them the best experience that kids or even adults can have. Because you don't need to be nice. No, we, we are mixed. Like, for example, we are planning like the winter class, uh, like to stay all the girls together and mostly they are from blading camp and from this year and last year so we are all doing like a like a group so we are 12 nearly and we are staying in the same hotel and it's like it's not only that you teach inline skating like now you have like a group of girls to hang out <laughs> i don't know yeah that's really powerful because that's that <laughs> that not just make them like you said they need to set goals now they know there's that event. They're gonna try to put money on the side. They're gonna work on. Yeah, they're gonna work as a as a phone, whatever you we were just saying. They're gonna work in whatever they need to. What I'm trying to say here is that they they have a goal, so they're gonna try to make money. But on at the same time, if they're super young, having a group of girls or having a group of guys or whatever, sometimes also makes parents safer, especially if we're talking yeah. about kids. Like if I go, to, if if I would be like 14 or 15, and if I would tell my father, I want to go to an event, in in Holland. But you're from Portugal. How do you want to go? You don't even know how to fly on an airplane, plane airplane alone. I don't care. You know what I'm saying? But then if there's yeah. like a group of people, it makes a huge difference. It's more easier. <laughs> I I was lucky eh, that I always had my friends traveling or <laughs> going to the contest and it always makes they treat me as one more and this makes me strong because I was just traveling with them and that's it okay now my mother was not very worried like well 
a bit, I guess, but. <laughs> I guess parents, like, I guess parents from skaters, it doesn't matter. When I mean skaters, I'm not even saying inline skaters or whatever. It's just all, like, people that go to the skate park, their parents will always be worried. Yeah. It's just part of it. But you know what? My, I have a, I have a daughter, like, she's 14, 14 months. Yeah, she doesn't I skate no more. So what I'm trying to say is, like, I guess parents will always be worried. It doesn't matter if there's, <laughs> if it's just. It's just a parents thing. <laughs> okay, so Mary, plans. What do you want to do? What do you want to be doing in? Let me think. What do you want to be doing in two years with your life when you're thirty? How is it going to be your thirtieth anniversary? Come on. Uh, like Peter Pan. <laughs> I don't know. I. I really want to make my own school, like my own blended school, and have a place to teach when it's raining. And I hope if this is done, I, I will be happy already. And if I can keep on traveling, because... Okay, and where are you in that plan? I'm going to be like the life coach right now. Where are you in that okay. plan? Where are, you in the, where are you in the... In your skating school, have you started already? Are you think like, started, like, properly with your school? Do you have a name? Well, I kind of have like my cards and like okay. So you started business cards. Amazing. Yeah, but I need to do the paperwork. But it is a plan, and my father is like he he's a lawyer, and he's going to be retired in some years. Come on, take advantage of that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. He's like when I when I'm retired, I want to help you with your blading school. I'm like okay, okay, yeah. But you don't wait so, for him, man. It's like you never know. No, no, I'm, do- I'm doing the paperwork, but I'm super bad at those things. I know. But it is a plan already, so it's okay. starting to grow. Okay, and it's like a plant. And <laughs> how are you with having a, a covered space? Not that it rains a lot in Barcelona, we know, but if you have a safer place, it's also a safe income. So for someone who doesn't really understand what I'm trying to say here, imagine this. Yeah. It's, the rain is actually ah. a little bit unpredictable and sometimes when you depend, not sometimes, everyone depends on their money to leave. So if you de- yeah. when you're depending on, the, on your skate classes to leave, you don't want to be depending if it's going to rain or not. So I totally understand what you're saying and that's why I'm asking, where are you in that? Of, in that... Yeah, because for example, yesterday I had to cancel two classes because of the rain, and at the end one of them we went to a salting place to practice flips, mm-hmm. but yeah, it kind of ruined the day, like all the day actually. <laughs> but and I want to have a place because I'm always with my scooter, a little scooter, like driving, driving to the other place, to this one, to the other corner in Barcelona. <coughs> taking trains and I would like to have like my place so people come to my place I don't have to be traveling and you know can I, can I give you some advice yeah okay maybe like I'm gonna say something that I've done when I was in Lisbon um, in Lisbon and I know that you have those two the the gym the, um, the health club Olms place yeah. they usually have big parking lots and they are always looking for other homes place yes they are always looking for other activities to put inside a gym and a lot of times a lot of times you don't think about that 
But most of the people that use health clubs, they're parents. They have kids and they're looking for activities for their kids. So that could yeah. be a way, you know. I did it for three years in Lisbon before hmm. before I even... I think I'd punch. Yeah, that's just an, <laughs> but this is just an idea. But places like, yeah, Holmes, yeah. places like Holmes Place, you will find, like this type of project, you can present it to a lot of different places too. If you think, I know there's a lot of shopping malls in Barcelona. Most of them have parking lots. There's also a lot of parking lot places in the city center because we all know it's really expensive to park. There's also a lot of the buildings that the, the, the center of the building, it's actually just um, a playground. So if you start yeah. looking for all these things or if you make your own, always think of it differently. If you're going to be doing just what everyone else is doing, you're just going to be another one. That's what you need to see. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just trying to help you. Huh? I would love to. Yeah, yeah. I would I'm, love to bring my my girl to to Barcelona, and then I, w I can tell her, okay, you go to Mary. She's going to teach you how to do a 720 corkscrew. <laughs> 720. <laughs> yeah, you you're there. You're on the way. <laughs> Close. <laughs> okay, Mary, and just to finish this. Who's your favorite skaters at the moment? Two favorite skaters, two men and two women. Four skaters then. Oh, whoa. <laughs> I would say always Chris Huffy. <laughs> okay. For life. And another one, like, like right now, I, as, as a skating or as a model? You choose. <laughs> for, for example, like a model, I would tell Sven. Like, He's 37 and he's skating like. <laughs> so, Chris Happy and Sven. Okay. Say. And, and. Woman? Woman. Uh, Chihiro. <laughs> mm -hmm. and, and, and. Well, I used to love Martina Sabodova, but she's not skating anymore. But, yeah. Yeah, like but if she say, if she has an influence on you, she has an influence on you. Like you know, like for me, I keep saying the same. Johnny Allen, he doesn't skate anymore. It's still the best. <laughs> yeah, I would say Chihiro because he's always killing it, and and yeah, Martina Sabodova or Rick, as a Stephanie Richards, she used to inspire me a lot. Now she's doing the high jump from the plane. But wasn't she I skating? I, I thought she was starting to skate. Yeah, she she has to skate and she. She wants to skate, but I don't know. Now she's doing this jump thing from the plane. Let me make you That's a question cool. that I wasn't planning, but... <laughs> do yeah. you think that you somehow came to Power Slide to fill Stephanie's yeah. spot? Of course. I mean, and she was... I think she was, like, in the protein. So it was a bit sad when, like... Like, it was the first girl, not to be pro. In mm -hmm. a brand, in a long time. Yeah, in a long well, time. Yeah, uh, in a long time. But before there was girls that you were pro. But yes, in a long yeah, time she uh, was. And yeah, I don't know, but I don't have the same deal as she had. Like immediately, I have to fight for it all the time. Yeah, she was. You know that she was for a long time in the company, and it made yeah. a huge difference too. But that's it. Yeah. You're on the way. <laughs> I'm on the way. <laughs> <laughs> now, before finishing this, one last question. What happened at the British Inline Championships? You can say it all from the beginning. Just 
spread it put it out there it's yeah yeah why why not i mean i'm well, yeah i'm gonna let you a, talk it's a crazy story you know <laughs> okay yeah so the thing is that last year i i know this event and i talked with the guy like i want to go blah 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 and and yeah at first he was going to pick me up he never came to pick me up it was a nightmare to get there because you know england is quite the transport is not very good so when I get there, I do the contest, and I want I the first thing I wanted to see is the skate park. So the skate park motivates me to come to this contest, and the next year I got invited, kind of, and I say, is there going to be money? Because the other year there was six seventy five pounds that uh, Lauren, the girl from Girls Who Blade, put from his pocket, from her pocket. So there was no money for price. So I asked, is there going to be price? And he's like. Yes, yes, yes. There's going to be a spot in Blading Camp for the winner. So the spot is worth 600 euros. So I'm like, hmm. So if I go, he's like, maybe we can speak about, in, because you are coaching this camp, maybe we can speak about giving you a, like a uh, economic compensation instead of the spot, no? Mm-hmm. So I, I'm like, okay, let's do it. And I plan with my friends, like with Rosie, Melissa, we book up a hotel that is super expensive because it's England. And we are like, it's fine because we like the skate and we want to have fun and everything's okay. So the contest passes and when he announced the winner, he said, for Mary Muñoz, first place, uh, 150 pounds plus the blading account spot. So at first I thought this is my problem. I'm not getting paid because the blading camp weird situation because, you know, he was supposed to pay to blading camp, but he never paid. And I'm like, I thought at first this was personal. But mm-hmm. suddenly I asked, I talked with Joe, Joe Atkins tonight, and he calls me immediately. And he's like, Mary, you are one more. Like we are a lot of people from this year and last year, including Takeshi Yasutoko, that has not been paid. So Takeshi was supposed to get paid 1,000 pounds in in the two contests, like this year and last year. So it's 2,000 And pounds. also, mo- two, yeah, so it's like a lot of money and not, he's not the only one. Other people from Bert were not paid. And you know, the, the list is super long. And in that moment that Joe called me, I realized that everything was a big mess and the guys because I was like kind of polite with him like because he was saying me yeah hey, I'm, I'm sick I don't know why I went to winter class and somebody uh, jumped on top of me I'm feeling a bit not very good I'm like oh sorry I hope you are better but I was like well, I don't care I mean it's your life you I fall every time skating and I'm not saying <laughs> you I fall you know you know Yes. <laughs> and and he, he's starting to be weird. Suddenly the months pass by and I'm like, hey. So at the end, because at first I choose to give the, the blading can spot to Chihiro, no? Because I could choose if I want to give the money or give it to someone. And I say, okay, I give it to Chihiro. And Chihiro is like, no, I cannot because I have exam. So I, and after I was very bad in money and I say, you know what? I'm going to give the money because I wanted to. Chihiro and she couldn't make it, so I keep the money. 
because I was going to move to an apartment and I, I, you know, we need money. Of course, no? it's, everyone needs money to leave, so. <laughs> and it doesn't so matter, it's your money, you want it, so. But, and I was like, why a girl has to want 150 and give away 600 and, they go, and the guys 1,000, like always, no? And I say, well, it's okay. And, and suddenly the story comes to its, like, devastation and everyone starts to say, oh, he owns me as well. Oh, he owns me as well. He didn't pay me. He didn't pay me. And we start to do the paperwork. Like Mandy, the owner of the skate park, starts to put everything like in situation, like in with the lawyer, and like he he disappears. Uh, also, he he told to me and to Joe that his kitchen was burned. <laughs> like he had a domestic uh, accident. So we are like, oh mate, I'm sorry, but. You know, you know what he's trying to put you in as, like, you, so you feel sorry for him or, I don't know if this is true, I guess not, because everything that he says is a lie, so, I don't know. And now he's been posting weird, weird things in Facebook, uh, like putting, like, the sponsors didn't pay in time, like, uh, all he, the money came from his pocket, no, 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 but if you are having problems, don't do the contest for the second time. That's like I I will get it if you have financial like problems to make a contest. I get it. It's it's hard to do a contest. But don't if you are if you have done a mistake, don't do it again for the second time and turn own two thousand pounds to the best bird skater in the world. Like you cannot do that. Like no. For me no. No excuses. If you had problems the first year, don't do it the second one. That's the only thing I can say. Okay, but now there's a, a GoFundMe campaign somewhere, right? Someone started Yeah, but, but I, I, I appreciate a lot what people are doing, but for me it's not like the solution is from him. He, ha he had the money at once, and I don't, know what, I don't know what he did, but why the people like... Like the people that are putting money in the GoFundMe, they are people like me that go to the contest, pay the the inscription, pay the flight. You know, it's why these people have to pay the, the the mistake of a guy that did it super wrong. Okay, so basically there was there was a managing mistake that yeah. made the whole thing happen. Okay, but sadly, from what I heard, there's not there's not going to be. A no, third one, no. which is like, yeah, I understand what you mean, which is, yeah, if there's, if they messed up twice, they better not do a third time. But at the same time, no, but, but at the same time, sadly, from what I know, there's no plans for no? British. No, I think yes. Is it? Yes. Okay. I think there's, they, they were talking about another, like a very old school rider, very, I mean, Blackbird. I thought he was going to run it. Oh, that's but I'm cool. not sure. I, I, I'm not toti totally sure. I haven't speak with Blake. I know I only Blake. Heard this. Okay, that could be but a cool thing. That could be a good skate talk yeah. with Blake. <laughs> yeah, you can ask him. Maybe I'm wrong, but I think some of the guys were already offering themselves to to keep on with the contest. Like they really want to make it happen. And Mandy as well. I, I, me and Joe saw Mandy here in Barcelona one month ago, I think, and we were. And she's like super desmotivated about this guy, Matt, but she really wants 
the contest to be going on. Okay, let, me, let, me just, let me just tell the one, the people listening to this. So Mandy is yeah. the owner of the skate park where, where the British Inland Championships happened over the last two years. So apparently yeah, they she, also put some money in it and... Yeah, she put 1,000 pounds that first year. 1,000. And, and she paid the hotel room of this guy as well, of Matt. Okay. You know, so she's, he's lying about that even though. Like, I don't think it's fair. Yeah, it's not fair. But you know what? It is what it is. Let's... Yeah. We, we put it out there and let's hope that it doesn't happen again and hopefully if Blake or anyone else is going to do a third... Yeah, because the, the, the skate park is awesome and even though the, like, I think it's the only contest in UK that right now is bringing people from outside, you know? Mm-hmm. And if, if it stops, it's like, for me, it means that I'm not traveling to England for a contest anymore, maybe for, to skate with my friends, but... Yeah, and for the UK scene is really good because the skating is UK. It, there might not be a lot of inline skaters as it was back in the day, but the scene is yeah, like, is still one of the strongest ones in Europe. The level of skating yeah. from the UK skaters is one of the best in the world. So it's really important yeah. to keep that event. So yeah, because I used to we me and my friends used to travel to the Chat Sands invitation. So for me, it was like the new Chat Sands. Uh, thing you know the the new or lace it after it was lace it yeah. in Rambox. Mm-hmm. So after so I took this contest as you know, and suddenly this happened. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure Blake or whoever takes over is going to do something really cool. So I I hope they keep it alive because it the will. skate park is awesome. Right? <laughs> <laughs> they will, Mary. They will. We gotta we gotta stay positive. <laughs> Okay, so I guess we're coming to an end. I'm going to let you go out (laughs) and enjoy your lunch. And I want to say thank you so much. I have to say that I'm waiting for the the video that you're going to start filming soon for the new USD Uh skate. Yeah, let's see if I find a filmer. (laughs) Ah, come on. I can teach you some techniques with a tripod in the floor. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, nah, you'll find one. Man, you got some yeah. some power slide filmers in Barcelona. Yeah, I will talk with Nico, Carlos. Or Pablo. You have three at least. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm sure you're going to find someone to film it. And I'm sure the whole video is going to be amazing. Yeah, and I want to put like all my street skills out. <laughs> Yeah, no, I know you have a lot. I re- I always remember like a huge backside royale from one of your rollerblade videos in Bilbao. I still never understood that ledge is huge. Those ledge, ah, the one, yes, yeah, the the dark one. I don't know. I Very just dark. know it's a long one. That was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we're done for here. I'm gonna let you go, and yeah. I'm gonna wish you best of luck with everything. And the next time we talk. You're going to tell me that you already have a place for your skate school. <laughs> I hope so. Let's see. It will happen. Fingers crossed. I'm sure it will happen. To yeah, everyone to everyone listening to this, uh-huh. if someone is in Barcelona, we never know. If someone has any <laughs> ideas or if someone has any ways to make this happen, make sure to contact Mary. We never know, Mary. <laughs> they say there's eyes and ears on the walls, so we never know. <laughs> 
You never know. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna let you go. Thank you so so much. And thank you to you. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> Have a nice weekend. Cheers. You too. <laughs> Bye. 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 <laughs> I don't know how to stop this. Aha. And that was it. Mary Munoz. I hope you guys enjoyed this one as much as I did. Mary is seriously amazing as a skater. And as you could hear now, not just as a skater. She she is as passionate as I think as you can be. Someone at 28 years old who's trying to live her life around skating and I really, really hope that everything goes well and I hope that sooner or later we're gonna hear about the Mary Munoz Skate School. And that's it for today. I hope you guys enjoyed this one. If you did enjoy this skate talk, do not forget to subscribe to the channel. It really makes this channel grow. Every little subscribe, every little new subscriber that I get makes this channel grow and it makes YouTube and whatever platforms this is playing share this content more and more and hopefully make skating grow and yeah if you like it you can also give me some thumbs up and like I always say more important than anything else just don't forget why we all started skating and that is because it's fun cheers guys we'll be there. Até quando...